Welcome to the Evan Weiss Show, broadcasting from the West Coast, raw, in-depth, and relentlessly hacking the mainframe. Here's Evan Weiss. I feel like lots of people are depressed, and the statistics bear that out. It sucks. I understand why someone would be depressed about the current situation. Remember the things we used to do. Go out, have dinner at a restaurant. We can't do any of that stuff anymore. We can't meet up with people. If we do, we're paranoid for about two weeks, wondering if we if we caught something. Wondering if there's some sort of unknown underlying condition we might have, regardless of what age we happen to be. Even young people now can't go and and throw COVID-19 to caution because a lot of young people are also being affected by this. And something the media doesn't talk about, which is people, I mean, they consider obesity a uh, underlying condition. And it seems to be a disease that kills fat people. I know that's offending some of my listeners, but hey, you know if you tune into this podcast, I'm raw and in-depth, and I'm incredibly blunt when it comes to these kinds of things, because the reality is if we're not blunt with each other about what's going on, you know, we might not hurt each other's feelings, but we might die because we're not might, we might not get the right information we need, okay? That's just survival 101. Be blunt, be honest, and be straightforth, even if the person gets offended. Okay? So it seems to be a virus, a fat virus. Some would argue, hey, that's a good thing. Hey, some would argue, that's a bad thing. You know, so if you're one of those people out there who haven't been taking care of themselves, who eat McDonald's, every day and they're like fuck it you shouldn't really be worried because from the get-go you didn't care about your life anyway right i mean if you're i mean if you don't know that mcdonald's causes over time obesity which contributes to heart disease and stroke and diabetes and a plenty of other conditions then okay we could say that uh, you're an ignorant person and hey your fate will be what it will be but if you know, and I think most people know, that eating at McDonald's and fast food restaurants eventually, over time, can cause some severe metabolic changes in your body that can leave you susceptible not only to COVID-19, but just a regular flu, a regular cold, or any type of health situation you might be in, don't you want your body to be as fit as possible at least average in terms of immune system and metabolic health. You definitely want it to be at standard level, at least. And what do I mean by standard level? Average, the standard, the mean standard across a healthy population. So, please, if you are overweight, and I'm talking about very overweight, you need to stop what you're doing if you want to live because some doctors are saying it's not a matter of if you'll get 
COVID-19, but a matter of when. And when that happens to you, and if you're not fit, and look, I'm not telling you to have a six-pack and be a bodybuilder, okay? Then you'll be okay. But if you're eating McDonald's every day, then it's it's not a good thing. And look, I'll, look, I'll be I'm, I'm talking from experience. There's been times where I'll eat McDonald's for a straight week because I'll get addicted to their their iced coffee and hey, why not get the egg McMuffin? Why not? And then the hash brown and it turns into this thing. And the, I, I did it for like a little routine for about a week, and I started to feel like shit. I mean, I just started to feel crappy. I didn't feel right. I wasn't sleeping well. And I, I, I read the ingredients for, for like a, a sausage McMuffin. And it's just like over a thousand milligrams of sodium. It's like, wow. And cholesterol and all this other stuff. I know some argue that cholesterol is good. I think it's good as well. But it's, it's not a healthy thing to eat in the morning. So I've been there. I've been there. I'm not talking from this ivory tower of, of pomposity. I'm talking from experience. I've eaten McDonald's for a week straight. And let me tell you, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good experience. So I'm glad I cut that out. Um, but I know I know people, I see people when I drive by a McDonald's or I drive by one of these other fast food restaurants, people just hunched over eating a burger, I mean, so quickly and so nonchalantly. And it's, uh, you know, some people uh, like Eric Edmeads who I've had on the show before, has recently tweeted that that kind of stuff is up tantamounts to attempted murder to even sell this stuff. Because I know Coca-Cola is going to come out with a new drink where it's Coca-Cola plus coffee. And it, it I, I agree with that. It literally is attempted murder. You know, and this whole debacle with the COVID-19, it should be uh, said that a lot of these companies bear a lot of the blame. A lot of these companies should be shut down. Companies that, these fast food restaurants who sell incredibly poisonous food. I mean, when you see a meth head, you could see that they're meth heads from their face, right? The way their face gets sucked in, how they're incoherent, how they're emotionally unstable, how they're mentally deranged. But Primarily, you could see it physically before you even communicate with them, right? You could see something in their eyes sucked and they look like skulls. And that is an addiction. Someone's abusing meth with food, such as incredibly obese people. They are abusing food and you could see it in their appearance. As with, uh, you know, with a meth head, like I said, you'd see like a skull. And in contrast, you'll see a very fat person when they're abusing food. And I would actually postulate that food is, is a worse addiction than, than meth or heroin and any of these other things because you have to eat. You know, with meth and heroin and all these other things, all these other drugs, you could just stay away from it. You could just stay away from people who use it and you'll be okay. But how can you stay away from food? And plus, food is plastered everywhere when you drive down the road it's like in your face everywhere you know subconsciously even if you don't if you're not looking directly at a mcdonald's the the arches the mcdonald arches you're still at a subconscious level aware of it and when you're hungry it kind of you think about it it's like subconscious programming what they call you know symbolic neuro-linguistic programming and it's 
It's horrible. It's horrible. Even Carl Jung is one, one of his books. He talks about how he, uh, he was walking down a country road and all of a sudden he started thinking about chickens and all these other things, but he was just walking down the road. He wasn't directly perceiving chickens, but he just, his brain started getting flooded with ideas and thoughts of, of chickens. He stopped and he looked to the distance very far away, barely perceivable, and he could see chickens. And he realized that even if we don't consciously directly observe an object or a group of objects or a situation, we are still bathed in that situation and it would eventually at some point percolate up into your consciousness. And and you wonder where, where that come from. And that's, I think, in the same way that a lot of these fast food restaurants hack our subconscious. When we're driving down the street, we're not looking at the arches, but the arches somehow come into our subconscious. And later on when we're hungry, it percolates to our consciousness. And we figure, hey, I'm hungry. I, sh- I feel like eating a burger. And not only that, when you get there, you eat the burger and it's full of uh, all these GMOs and excitotoxins to keep you wanting to come back more and more like an addiction, like crack. And so at some level, you wonder why hasn't the FDA intervened if they're so, so concerned about the health of, Ameri- of Americans? And we've obviously seen what the results are of, of eating this kind of food. Why haven't they intervened and said, no, we got to stop this. Obviously, the results are disastrous. Forget about the health results. People might say, well, you know, it's, it's their responsibility to eat whatever they want. And if they die because of heart disease or something, that's their fault. Fuck them. But it's not only that, it's the billions and billions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars, in healthcare costs that the average taxpayer subsidizes. And that's why there's a tax on cigarettes. And that's why, because people understand that someone who smokes regularly, eventually, will need health care costs to be paid for for any type of lung injury they might cause to themselves. And usually these prices for these medical procedures are so astronomical that an individual can't pay for it. So when you pay a tax, in a way you put it into this this uh, government medical fund, which is later used for these people who get eventually get sick. They should do that for food, or they should just eliminate food, that kind of food, the McDonald's and the... Wendy's and people should compete to come out with the most healthiest food and the food that'll make people happier over the long term. Why not? Why is that so hard for these companies to ever think of? Because they're competing with each other. Because an unhealthy food will always make more money than a healthy one if it's blander and has less taste. And that's where the government should come and regulate that industry. And this is a, in a situation where I think the government should regulate um, companies. When it comes to health, when it comes to things we put in our mouth, those things are incredibly important. They need to be regulated. These companies shouldn't be allowed to create dead food, toxic food. It's, it's slow motion death. 
So again, I'll repeat myself. Where is the FDA on this? It seems like they're nowhere to be found. Nobody can get a hold of them. Nobody could get them interested in this subject. Why? Because these companies that make this toxic food pays billions of dollars to these regulatory agencies like the FDA in the form of contributions and, and the like. And, and one could even come to the conclusion that the FDA is only interested in, in, in profiteering from this kind of stuff. And it's true. And it has to stop. There has to be a boycott of these places. Imagine, instead of driving to a McDonald's where you'll eventually die slowly if you eat it every day, you drive to a place that serves healthy food. Yes, it's a little bit more expensive, but if you regulate the market and you make everyone compete and use the same rules, then it won't be as expensive. And the competition will be healthy. Let's see who can make the healthiest food. And we'll rate how healthy these, uh, these food places are based on how long our, our people live, our, our customers live. So I, I definitely think that those kinds of things should, uh, should change because we have hundreds of thousands of people in America dying from COVID-19. Granted, some of it is inflated because even the, uh, the uh, CDC recently admitted that a lot of these hospitals are inflating numbers for financial reasons. So even, see, even in the medical industry, that kind of profiteering is endemic. And it needs to stop. I think that's one of the uh, crucial things that this country has not going for it. It's a very bad thing. There's nothing wrong with capitalism, making money. Hey, if, if you're able to uh, create a product that people want to buy and it works and people love it, you should be able to, to make as much money as you want. But if the product that you're selling is killing people, you shouldn't be able to profit from death. Profiteering from death should be illegal. And it's immoral, if nothing else. For example, car seats, you know, or seat belts. They they weren't uh, they weren't a thing in the seventies. I think it was the seventies. Now they are. Car companies didn't want to put them there because it's like, hey, it cuts into our profit. Putting a seatbelt, the fabric, the engineering, the extra man hours, it's, it'll cut into our profit. No way. People were dying, and they could be saved by using a seatbelt. The government came in and uh, and fixed that, regulated the uh, the car manufacturing industry. Nader, which we haven't heard of from a long time, uh, Ralph Nader, who used to be a member of the, uh, is still a member of the Green Party, he was one of the biggest proponents of putting seatbelts in cars. He almost got killed for that. Uh, these car companies actually sent out people to follow him around and somehow create some sort of accident where he would die because he was forcing companies by exposing them to put seatbelts in their cars. And I think that's a good thing, having seatbelts. Now we have, obviously, airbags and all that stuff, but Safety is good. And companies who, by themselves, they're not going to want to make things safer if it means more money out of their pockets. So 
fortunately, we have a government, and that's where the government should definitely intervene and, uh, and change all that because there's a lot of people dying in this country. And forget about COVID-19. More people die from heart disease by, than COVID-19. More people die from diabetes. And stroke is another big killer. So, yeah. If you're a person who's really, really big, like I'm talking about, really fat, you gotta, if you want to live, you, you got to stop it. You got you to gotta put that burger down. I don't, I don't want to make fun of you or anything, but you got to put that burger down, that milkshake, those fries. And there's, there's, there's a panoply of diet programs out there that you can choose from. Any of them really would work better than eating hamburgers every day or eating fast food. And a lot of these things honestly have nothing almost to do with they're interested in eating this food. A lot of these people are, suffer from psychological problems, right? I mean, if you're really, you know, I'm talking about the people who can't get out of their beds, who are, who are very sick, very ill. They have a cycle, underlying psychological issue going on that, that you definitely need to, to take care of. Same thing with people who do math and hair and all that stuff. I mean, these people are suffering from some really deep underlying mental issues. And until they solve that, they're just going to be addicted to the same thing over and over and, and, and continue with the same behaviors that brought them to that situation. Same thing with food. So you need to, you need to definitely take care of those things. Talk to your therapist. Get on some sort of plan, basic plan. Um, I, I really like um, Eric Edmead's uh, Wild Fit. It's very interesting. He, he actually, um, I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. I just think it's a very interesting program. He he goes. He went to the uh, to the Bushmen in in Africa and studied how they lived, including what they ate, including what what they did in terms of activity. And he was able to formulate that and distill it and and make it into a program. And I think it's a very interesting one. You should definitely check out. It's called Wild Fit. I'm not getting paid for this, guys. This is truly an honest assessment after looking at it. But there's, again, there's lots of programs out there. And I think you should definitely um, look into that if you're suffering from that kind of situation. Um, you know, And he, I would even say you guys should organize and have these companies be accountable for selling this food to the general public. Because after all, you guys are the biggest suff sufferers of it. You guys could be the poster child, child uh, children of of what this kind of food does to the, uh, to your bodies. You could you, you guys could be that symbol and go out there and you know take control of this kind of stuff. Thank you for listening to the Evan Weiss Show. Head over to iTunes to listen to previous shows. Questions? Email us at e at evanweiss.com.